tonight nice clean little bandwidth no one else is using it price is right i like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice clean mind guess who it's me again the little attitude for all of you in white bread land Five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Indeed, are you out there? I hope you're listening. Much love, fam. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us here today on Brothers Uncensored on the Foxhole.app as well as CloudHub DLive. Uh, pill.net um what else are we on Tora, uh, twitch uh facebook <laughs> d live uh everywhere you can find a podcast as well you can find us uh and that is uh basically just search for brothers uncensored i'm I shouldn't be muted. It might be just muted to you guys. Sorry about that. Uh, that's better. All right, so check out the, the website when you guys get time. Check out uh, brothersuncensored.com, that, or excuse me, uncensoredabe.com uh, is the website where you can find all of us where you can find us, and that is old shows. Previous interviews with our guest today, Joe Flynn, is still up there. Our previous interview is up still. You can check that out if you guys get time. The live mobile events that we were participating in with Joe Flynn and his family, as well as many other great patriots around the world, are all, are all up as well. The, the uh, new Newsletter is up. If you want to join the newsletter, still under construction, we'll get that going here in the very near future once I get merchandise rolling, which is also coming in the very near future. Here's the links where you can find us. Foxhole. YouTube took us down again for exposing voter fraud. It is too much truth, and YouTube doesn't like that. DLive, uh, uncen- or, uh, 
uh, Cloud Hub, Tiger Network, and the Foxhole is where you can help uh, jo- help support free speech platforms and great patriots who are just trying to help spread the word. The blog is up, great interviews and great stuff that's happening out there. Help find help spread the word on articles that are in the blog. Please help us, digital soldiers, do your jobs, baby. Finally, how you can help us, Cash App, Patreon, PayPal. If you join the Patreon, you can get access to our private Discord where you can chat with us, find out what's going on in the world, um, like, I don't know, what Joe's cooking, what Don's cooking, stuff like that. It's fun. Check it out. Come join the family over at, at, uh, at the Patreon.com. The link is on the website and in chat. And if you can join us, uh, you can help me keep the lights on, which is really what I need. Just just help me get out of the red, please. Do me a favor and um, <laughs> make it so that I'm 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 not operating at a at a monthly loss. That's all I would ask for. And honestly, having great patriots like who we have here today with us. Uh, first of all, my bro Joe is in the house, as well as Joe Flynn. Bro Joe, welcome to the show. How you doing today? Oh, I'm just absolutely ecstatic to be here. I was man, I was thinking about today and how am I going to introduce Joe. Um, from one average Joe to another. So I was thinking, man, okay, all the way back to 2015, I guess when the Flynn uh, family decided to kind of jump feet first into uh, with the Trump administration and leading up to January 5th uh, to Mm -hmm. where I got a chance to work with uh, Al and 1A Praetorian and actually do some security and was able to get about five feet from the entire Flynn family, which I was absolutely ecstatic Um, During that speech, uh, as the entire Flynn family was up on stage, one of the things that still uh, I think about that Flynn, uh, General Flynn said, um, was about remembering who we are as an American. And that will stick in my mind for a long time because the things that the Flynn family has done for people like me, just an average Joe, uh, to be able to stand up and to take all the slings and arrows that they have taken over the course of the last, I don't know, six, seven years. Um, it, it just absolutely uh, makes me thrilled to have Joe Flynn sitting here next to me right now. So welcome, Joe. How are you today, sir? Joe, thank you very much. And Al, Uncensored Abe, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. want to give a shout out to one of my bros who I saw was uh, in, the, in, the, in the question and answer, and that's Yoda. Just want to say hi to Yoda. God bless you, man. <laughs> Miss you. It's been a while. Let's get in touch soon. You never call. You never write. There are rare people that are that are as uh, as great as Yoda is, and um, man, I miss him already. And I know he's got a lot going on in his personal life, but uh, there are fair, there are very few great people like uh, like Yoda for sure. He's a great man. Yeah, everything's good. You know, we're uh, we're here. We're we're uh, still fighting like hell. Um, you know, they've tried to shut us down. He certainly blew General Flynn off of Twitter, but I mean, he's been probably more vocal now than he's been, um, you know, even since the pardon. He's doing a lot more media. And I mentioned to Abe earlier, we'll get him on Uncensored Abe here soon. Um, we're uh, we're very active with a, a couple of, one project obviously is is with our, our sister, Sidney Powell, and Defending the Republic. We're um, involved either directly or indirectly in a lot of the, the cases, ongoing activities to uncover voter fraud uh, in Arizona, in Georgia, in Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, we have a hand in all of that and, uh, and other things that we're doing that um, we haven't quite come public yet, but we've got another major project 
that we're going to go public with here, hopefully within the next, let's say, 30 to 45 days that will be led by General Flynn. But since we don't have a website or anything for it yet, I'm not going to say what it is or what the whole plan is, but it's going to be very exciting. And, um, and we're going <clears> to... <throat> We're going to be out there until they put us on the firing squad, which could happen. Could happen. It wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, where the direction the country's going, but now that we're we'll all domestic down. terrorists, you never know. Right. We'll go down with it. That's fine with us. We don't, yep. we've got nothing to hide and nothing to fear. Amen. Amen to that. Uh, the last time I saw you, uh, I think I joked. I don't know if you heard me, but I was I was joking. Like, what's it like to be uh, ushered around DC in the in the country uh, like cattle? Because it was not easy. There was, I mean, it was a exciting time. It was just an amazing time, and yeah. um and, and so we went from you know two or three months of I kept running into you like in DC or in other places, yeah. and it was just it was just amazing the energy and the atmosphere, the amount of love in all of with all of these people. You you would have thought it was a it was just a regular MAGA rally with just great patriots coming all over the place, mm-hmm. and then it just continued to grow to grow to grow to grow. What was I, I would imagine you're not somebody who imagined their life being in the limelight, but what, the, what was that like for you, that whole period of excitement between November and January 6th? Yeah, I mean, we weren't, you know, we weren't, you know, it's not something we planned, right? We didn't plan this. Um, obviously, we got thrust into the limelight when my brother Michael decided to join John, Donald Trump in, in 2015 and then subsequently became very close to him through the through the um, 2016 campaign and really was kind of his right-hand man in the last three months of the <clears throat> leading up to the election in 2016. And then of course, all the crap that happened to General Flynn shortly after Trump won the election, they really said, well, I mean, their whole plan was to get Trump, but the, you know, the, the, the means in which they were going to do that was to go after General Flynn first. And they thought, well, General Flynn, you know, we'll just put the screws to him so hard, he'll collapse and he'll fall apart and will be, especially after he did plead guilty, you know, due to the threats they made to put his son away in prison. Uh, I think they thought after that guilty plea that they were going to get the goods on Trump and that, you know, they were going to roll up to the White House with the 20 paddy, paddy wagons and start making mass arrests of the Trump administration which nothing like that happened, why nothing like that happened is because General Flynn could have given them all the information he gave them post the the, the guilty plea. He was willing to give that to them anyway without the threats and so forth that they made to him and his son because he had nothing to hide because they weren't in collusion with any Russians. And, of course, that's what came out. Quite sure he was and very so, cooperative with the uh, with the uh, Mueller investigation. I know he was very involved with the special counsel and was very but he, cooperative. But he had them. told them even prior to the guilty plea he would be cooperative. Yeah. He was willing to be because he and, and in fact, everything they, that he gave them, which came out in which is now public record, was nothing. He was willing. He wasn't he didn't want to hide any of that. But they what they wanted to do was to bury him under the ground. And when we finally got Sydney on our side. That's when the fight really began because we had somebody in our corner who was going to fight like hell for us. And, but because we're not a bunch of lawyers, we didn't really know how to do it in the corrupt, disgusting court system that is the Federal District Court of Washington, D.C. And obviously, once we got Sydney involved and it's the national news, it's international news, all of a sudden this stuff starts rolling. And at the time, I was very much kind of the spokesperson for, let's say, Team Flynn, 
which was made up of, you know, myself, my sister, Barbara, who kind of ran the, the, the actual day-to-day of the Legal Defense Fund, Sydney, and of course, Mike, and of course, his wife, Lori. We were sort of Team Flynn through that. Then, of course, we go through the, the last summer with the shenanigans that Judge Sullivan pulled by not dismissing, by not throwing the case out after the government had dismissed the charges. Uh, the government dismissed the charges, and of course, Judge Sullivan held on to it like a dog on a bone, mm-hmm. which led to us having to get a pardon, thank God, because of course, if we hadn't got that pardon, what Sullivan's plan was, was to keep this thing going until a new attorney general came in and then they were going to bury Mike Flynn under the ground for 10, 20 years, God knows, for nothing, for bullshit. I know know as Judge Sullivan had the door hit hit him in the ass recently, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, and so, so, um, but interestingly enough, November 3rd happens and we wake up on November 4th and pretty much said, well, this election, this, this election was stolen. There's no question about it. Everything points to it. And everybody knows it. It's not, it's not just, you know, people on the right or let's say patriots or Trump supporters or people who voted for Trump. The Democrats all know the, the election was stolen. There, there's more than enough evidence to show that it was stolen. There's, and, and forget about Dominion and the machines and all that. That's one thing. The ballot fraud in and of itself Everybody knew that that was going to be an issue before the election. And when they shut the counting down in those uh, six states or so that were swing states in those six counties, I mean, that was enough evidence right there to say something terribly corrupt is going on here. And so we dove into that. Obviously, Sydney dove into it. So we went right behind her. I mean, General Flynn could have taken his part and come down here to Florida and played golf and said, I'm done with this shit. I'm, <laughs> I've had enough. My life has been turned upside down. I'm out, you know, millions of dollars yeah. that I didn't have anyway. And nobody would and blame so, me. But, you know, the, the, way we, we, the way we look at things, the most important thing in the world is to keep this intact, this flag we have that I have behind me Amen. and everything it represents intact. And so we weren't going to go shy away. We, we went right into the fight. And, um, and uh, we are still in that fight because, as I mentioned to you earlier, I think a lot of things happened between the election and the inauguration of Biden. One of the things, and, 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 and because the fraud was so vast and in so many locations, it wasn't like 2000 where you had one county in Florida that determined everything. You're talking six counties where they had real serious problems, but there were problems everywhere. Yeah. There were problems in California, problems in Virginia you know, states that you would have thought would be nor- normally blue. North Carolina, yeah. Huge, huge uh, surges in votes for Trump in, in normally blue states. And he loses a place like Georgia. It doesn't make sense. Okay. So so my point is, is I think what really happened in hindsight, I, I would say that the legal approach, there were some mistakes made, but the bigger problem was it was such a vast amount of fraud in so many locations that really the clock ran out. Yeah. So the clock ran out. And secondly, and this is a real problem for the Republic, the institutions that most Americans take for granted, like the court system or the judiciary, who is going to be nonpartisan and look at a a, a controversial situation like election fraud in the city of Philadelphia or Allegheny County or Wayne County in, in Michigan, 
you would think that those courts would take a very serious look at the importance of our vote, but instead they punted and said, these cases have no standing or these people have no standing. The, the Secretary of State of Georgia and 22 or 29, I don't know how many was, other Secretaries of State have no standing. Okay, that is a total cop-out. Of course they had standing. The only way a state can sue another state is through the Supreme Court. Of course there was evidence. To say there was no standing, and if you read <clears throat> Judge Alito and Judge um, Thomas's um, dissents, mm-hmm. you'd see that that idea of no standing is a total cop-out and therefore uh, destroying the confidence of the American people in, in our own judiciary, which is, which is um, there, I, I actually don't think there's anything more scary than that. There's no doubt. The, the argument that, that uh, Pennsylvania caused no harm to Texas or 28 or 50 other states, as well as the president of the United States, by, by uh, uh, put, ushering through unconstitutional standards in Pennsylvania, just as one example, uh, there's no doubt about it that it's, that it's egregious at the, at the Supreme Court level. And I, I just, I, I'm amazed at the way that the Supreme Court decided just to completely punt on this. I think that they made the decision they didn't want to they they didn't want to be responsible for affecting the outcome of the election and I think I, there's an argument to be made that that the courts shouldn't be the one to to uh, address the outcome of the elections but when you're when all else fails what you're supposed to be have confidence in the ultimate institution of America that is supposed to be unbiased um and yeah. supposed to supposed to rule by the rule of law and it's it's clear to anybody who has a crackerjack box law degree and I don't think Lawrence Tribe fits that mold by the way he his his law degree was given to him in the gutter somewhere but but the reality well, is, a is hack. I mean, he's a partisan yeah he's a hack and so is every single lawfare freak out there that has been shoving the law down the throats of Americans and clogging the court systems, which is an example of why this is taking so long, because well, the left fact, has targeted the court systems for decades. Well, in fact, the courts really don't have, they don't actually make decisions on elections. The state legislatures do. And there's there was failure there too. But interestingly enough, <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, some of these states' legislators, like the one in your home state and the one in the state next to you, Wisconsin and Michigan, are waking up and going, holy shit, there was fraud here. There were changes that Benson made in Michigan right before the election that were totally unconstitutional. Now, I wish, the, and the judge has ruled on that. Now, unfortunately, there was no real remedy to it. So, okay, so there was unlawful activity that she presided over as the attorney general of the state of Michigan that a judge has ruled as being, has been, uh, has been, has already ruled as unconstitutional. Well, what's the remedy? What's the remedy? The remedy, there should, there's gotta be a, the harmed party are the elect of the, are the people of the state of Michigan who were disenfranchised in their vote because illegal activity, which has now been decided by a judge was was found. So there's got to be more teeth in these in these things they're doing. It's like it's maddening to see them expose the fraud. By the way, the media is never going to cover it. But in in your state too, now the state legislators getting a pair of uh, cojones here and they're going after it. Arizona same thing. So now what's going to be the end result? Who knows. I hope at the very least the end result should be 
a rejiggering, a, a, a serious look at the election system and how the election system has been defrauded and, and therefore forcing changes in those states, the very least, at the very most, <clears throat> some of these, you know, some of these states might be overturned if found that, uh, if, for example, in Arizona, this audit that state legislators have been allowed to do shows that Trump won and, and those yeah. electoral votes should go to Trump. And well, that's a pretty serious thing. Well, if that happened in Arizona, why that, who, th- who, who doesn't think it happened in Georgia or, or Michigan or, or Pennsylvania or Wisconsin? I mean, this is happening right now. This stuff's not going away anytime soon. No, it's not. And here's here's that article that we were talking about pre-show, Joe. And and it's uh, I'm just showing it to the audience. Wisconsin Assembly okay's election investigation. It's amazing what happens when legislatures actually read the civics, basic civics, and they realize that it's the state house's responsibility to certify elections and to make sure they are are wholly, uh, you know, uh, w- within the laws and constitutional. And so, so now we have Wisconsin, who is finally. I mean, I've made calls probably once a week to our our local representative saying this cannot stand. You guys have to stand up and do your jobs. You have the power to make sure that this doesn't ever happen again. Make sure that we're putting pressure on our local representatives. People keep saying, what can we do? What can we do? Well, that's what we can do. Yeah, here's the difference between Democrats today and Republicans today. If, if, If Trump had won, okay, if Trump had won, there would be 25, minimum 25 cities burning in this country, maybe still burning post-inauguration, meaning riots every day, all day, every day, all of them calling for election fraud. They were ready to burn this country to the ground if Trump had won. There is no doubt about that. There was, there's tons of evidence that shows that. There, it was going to be resistance like we've never seen before. Would have forced Trump to, at that point, Trump would have probably had to use the military to stop all the violence. And that's, you know, I, that's what they were, that's what the, probably the military and the National Guard in a lot of these states were preparing for, okay? I'm not saying that's good, nor am I saying that Republicans should ever think about doing that. But, but they, at the very least, at the very least, these Republican legislators should have had the guts and the balls to stand up and put themselves out there and say, we're going to investigate election fraud. We're going to use our power as state legislators who are in control of the state legislature in the case of Wisconsin, in the case of Pennsylvania, where they have the Republicans in control of these legislators, and do something about voter fraud. Instead, they were like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. If I do that, I might get in trouble. I might lose my business. If you're going to run for office, you put your life on the line for the people that you for your constituents. Otherwise, you have no business running for office. It's that simple. And and Democrats, they don't have a problem wreaking havoc. They don't have a problem. They're really good at it. We suck at it, you know, and, and, and we shouldn't be wreaking havoc, but we should at least fight for the truth. I mean, come on. You're back to being in. We've learned that our politicians today 
are are very easily manipulated by their lobbyists. They are basically told if you don't do what you're told, then you're 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 going to get out of office and we're going to destroy you. Majority Taylor Green is one example of that. Just somebody who is an outside of the box thinker who allowed herself to to gather information from all sources and make her own decisions. They've destroyed her for being a free thinker. It is just Yeah, but they haven't destroyed her. They've made her more popular. They've tried, yeah. They made her more popular. They've made yeah. her. They've made her constituents love her even more. She reports to one group of people, the people who are elected her in her district, and she's doing a damn good job standing up for them and being honest yeah. and not bullshitting and not talking out of two sides of her mouth like fifty to sixty percent of the Republicans that are elected in office. Yeah. Where the Democrats, they go right at it. We're gonna put HR one. We're gonna shove it down everyone's throats. We don't give a damn about unifying this country. You think that Joe Biden and the people behind Joe Biden care about unifying this country? Hell no. They never care about it one bit. They think half the country are a bunch of insurrectionists and white supremacists, <laughs> even if they're not white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they want us divided in every way aspect, by religion, by color, by by everything. Sex, gender, can, yeah. sexual preference, nuts. Everything. Any way they can divide us, that's absolutely their goal. I agree. That was 100%. never, ever the way things were t- 10, 20 years ago with the Democratic Party. This is a complete, complete takeover of the Democratic Party by hardcore Marxists. Yep. That's what's going on here. People are, I mean, I remember some of my friends back, I, I'm from Rhode Island originally, and <clears throat> when I was on Facebook, I mean, everybody knew I was a Democrat most of my life. And I, and I, when I was on Facebook, I said, I'm voting for Donald Trump for one reason and one reason only. If there's a million reasons why, but there's only one reason I really voted for him is to stop the takeover of this country by Marxists. And they laughed at me, Marxists, ha ha ha, Marxists. Yeah. Look, look what's happening. I mean, you know, not laughing anymore, are they? They're not laughing anymore. <laughs> Joe, can we go back to the fifth and the sixth? I, I, can, can we t- talk about your the, your experience with um, General Flynn, uh, Barbara, and uh, you yeah. know our crew with One AP, and and just what it was like? Can you just talk about the energy and what what I mean? Here's well, the, here's what I remember of it. You guys were ushered all over the place like crazy, and I don't know how much of it you really got to take in. So I kind of want to understand from your perspective yeah. what it was like. Well, there was actually two uh, major rallies that we were participated in that was the 12th of december before christmas and then of course january 6th the 12th of december in my opinion had a more um spiritual feel to it you know people were really um they were very prayerful they were very um uh unified it was just a it was a real beautiful thing And, and, and it happened to be the same time that general that was the first time general flynn came out in public and spoke publicly in front of people since, uh, since he was, um, since he was, uh, you know, got into the, all the trouble with the Russia, uh, Russia hoax stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, it was interesting. The day evolved. I remember, I remember, and Yoda can attest to this in the very, uh, the very first presentation he made was in the morning up by the Supreme court and he was nervous wreck. And he was yelling at everybody and he was in a foul mood. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was a nervous wreck because he was like, sure. You know, it was almost like, you know, you're out of prison and it's like, well, what's, what do I do? 
and uh, and people were coming up to him and he was a little uncomfortable with that first and then we got him up to the steps and he made his first speech and all of a sudden general flynn was back right it was like it was almost like the demons were off his back and came out of that speech and marched very with his head held high down to the jericho meeting i think we got into a car because they were, it was nice enough there got us in a car we went down to jericho and General Flynn gave a very prayerful speech up there at the Jericho March. And and if you remember, uh, Trump flew over in his helicopter during General Flynn's speech. It was wild. Yeah, know? man. And then by the time we got to the third speech in front of uh, Freedom Plaza there, I mean, he was just, you know, he was back to being himself. He was back to being, you know, General Flynn. He was in full control of himself. And I, that that day gave him a lot of uh, confidence and gave us confidence. And I did a couple speeches that day too. Um, it gave us confidence, and that was a beautiful experience. But fast forward to January fifth and January sixth, a lot of stuff happened in between that. And General Flynn, Sidney, and Patrick Byrne in particular were working very closely yeah. to try and convince the president that he had, you know, that the number one they knew that the elections were stolen and that for, there was obvious foreign interference in the election. No, it's just lobbying. Of course came out. The according Chinese, to the IC community, just lobbying. According to the IC community, Johnny Radcliffe's uh, reports, which unfortunately came out after everything. Yeah. But Trump knew before Trump could have taken some measures to at least explore whether or not it happened, or whether there was fraud or not. He could have taken a, Step. He could have taken using the executive order, and and the reality that the that the elections were stolen uh, or that were uh, hacked into by foreign entities, and he cut. He could have done something with that. Um, his the people around him, you know, just you know, scared him enough to tell him not to do that. Um, and he and he bought into that. I think he wanted to go in the direction that Pat and Sydney were talking about, and it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't an insurrection act. People get that wrong. It wasn't he was gonna? He wasn't gonna institute the insurrection act at all. He was going to. He was going to follow the executive order that Obama had put in place. Yep. Okay. That he reiterated, which was import, an important executive order. When our elections are interfered with by a foreign power, that's an act of war by that foreign power. Okay. Especially if there's evidence that they overturned that the election was overturned because of that interference. But, but the legal team around Trump, I'm talking about his personal lawyers, White House counsel and so forth, were really um, vociferous, and I think they scared the hell out of Trump. I really Is do. That, I, I don't really have I, any other way to Can I ask you this? Because I have this, this idea that um, – okay, if, let, me, let me preface it with this. I think that President Trump is more powerful – right now than he would have been if he was selected president. Do you think it's possible that President Trump was presented with two realities? Number one, if you get reelected and you fight this to the core, we are going to make sure that we destroy everybody in your family because they already were going after him. They yeah, still are going yeah, after for him. Sure. And we're going to sure. make sure that every American suffers and we're going to make sure that we bring another pandemic down on America sure. to make sure that the American sure. people suffer your whole time while in office. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I have a lot of sympathy for Trump on this. I, I've been the CEO of a publicly traded company. I've been the CEO of another company. You know, when you've got, especially these public companies, you've got a lot of legal stuff. You've got the SEC up your rear end, that kind of thing. My lawyers would, you know, as a CEO, I'm like the top sales guy. I'm doing everything. I, I'll say anything to move the business forward. 
they're always cautioning you and 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 rightly so in some cases but lawyers can also ruin things i i i've seen lawyers yeah. ruin a lot of things i've seen ru- lawyers ruin really good mergers really good acquisitions because they lawyer it to death okay and something good doesn't come out of it yeah and you regret it later and but to answer your question I, I think that there had to be a massive amount of threat to the president, to his family, for him to to decide not to take that opportunity. To, and again, all he it wasn't it wasn't insurrection act. It was executive order, examine the ballots, examine the machines. And if we find there's not enough evidence that the election was that that uh, that Trump won, then Trump concedes. Real simple. Yeah. You do it for a two week period. You have two weeks, clock start, starts here, stops there, and that's the way it's done. All the states have to have to agree to it. And if it turns out Joe Biden won, Joe Biden's president of the United States, Donald Trump walks away. But we'll never know that because that opportunity was taken from us. And the media spun it like Michael Flynn and Sidney Powell were trying to get Trump to, you know, to put out the insurrection act. That's not true at all. That's not what they were talking. I about. kept trying. I was trying, Joe, there was too many, a uh, bigger clickbait, alternate media and regular media pushing the insurrection act idea. Yeah. And even people on our side were like, Oh, general Flynn's going to lead the insurrection. Act." People have to stop with that. nonsense. That's tried. not true. Yeah. Yeah. That's not true. And, 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 and insurrection acts are like only happen when, you know, an armed group of people occupy uh, half of Washington D.C., which, by the way, never happened. It didn't even come close to happen on January the sixth. No, it didn't. Uh, so, but but it's important for me to talk about January fifth and January sixth. We went in. We were very reluctant, actually, to even go to Washington to that rally. Why? Because it was January the fifth. It was ten days until the new the inauguration. If they hadn't had it, if they had not had it figured out by then, if the Republican yeah. legislators. If the Republican congressmen and Senate weren't going to fight this and weren't going to kick this electoral college vote back to the states prior to January 5th, then there was no reason to have a rally. It was it was a rally, kind of a final MAGA rally, I guess. Yeah. I remember being in the front row with General Flynn, myself. We were at we were invited, you know, as VIPs to the to Trump's speech. And we were like. We're listening to him talk, and we're going, why are we even here? Because as soon as he said, well, you know, today's a big, important day. It's a monumental day. I hope Mike Pence does the right thing. When he said, I hope, I looked at my brother, and I said, he hopes? I mean, didn't they talk about this prior? I mean, what, what, what is he talking about? He hopes. Not to mention Mike That's Pence can't do anything. Constitutionally, his hands are tied. Well, he could, though. He could have he could have had serious discussions with some of these, with some of these senators and congressmen to say, Hey guys, you know, there are, there's a lot of questions about the validity of the, of the electoral vote, electoral college vote coming from these uh, swing States where there's problems. Let's take a step back and look at this. He could have hunted and taken a little more time. 
Good point. To, to, give to you certify that. this. I'll give you that. Yep. I'm, I'm, my, my only point, if I could just clarify, my only point is he can't decide which state's electors that are certified to, to, to choose. He can, he can create a legislative process as VP of the Senate to explore that, but he can't at, at the time of certification just say, I don't like this one. I'm going to pick this one. What would happen if Kamala did that? Well, no, exactly. No, that's exactly right. And so, you know, I, I felt like, and, th- and that's exactly why after the rally, First of all, we were freezing our butts off. It was freezing. Yeah, man. And, and I don't like cold. That's why I, I grew up in Rhode Island, but that's why I live in Florida. <laughs> it was right. brutal, though. <laughs> you guys up there in the north, like, I can't do that anymore. It was brutal but, for us, um, man. Uh, but I, 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 we looked at each other and said, this is done. This is over. Let's go back to the hotel. We went back to the hotel, and all hell broke loose in the Capitol. And it was unbelievably disappointing to see that. Yeah. That was a terrible disappointment. Yeah. And I think it's really important for patriots to understand. Yes, Antifa was there, sure. Yes, bad guys were there. Yes, rabble rousers were there. Yes, something went wrong with the D- the, uh, the the Capitol Police where something was fishy there. Pelosi no knows question all about, about that. that. However, 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 anybody who breached that building and broke laws and committed felonies Okay, made a massive mistake, number one, for themselves and their families, and number two, for the movement. Yeah. Okay, because it sets us back when you commit crimes. Yes. It sets us back when you take the law in your own hands. We're not at that juncture yet. Okay, we're not at that juncture yet. Who knows down the road? I hope we never get to that juncture. We should all. That day was a massive, massive error by anybody on our side who followed those idiots into that building. I'm sorry. People don't want to hear I, that. I wholeheartedly agree with you. That. We were there at the steps. We watched his flashbangs got shot right over our heads. We watched as a man right in front of us died because they, they, there was no rioting going on. We were sitting there chanting and they launched this, I don't know, what do you call him? A concussion grenade right over the top of our head. And I turned around yeah. and I saw this guy come on the wall, just collapse. You could see he was dead instantly. So, there's a combination of mistakes on all parts, especially on the Capitol Police, for, in, for, for raising the temperature. Um, but secondarily, there's no shortage of people who just got wrapped up in the excitement and, yeah. and, and ran into there. I'll wait for the day that, the, that, the, that all of the Black Lives Matter people who, who infiltrated the Capitol building will ever be held accountable for any listen, of this stuff. Listen, listen, this isn't the first time that people attacked the Capitol. The Weather Underground bombed it in yeah. the 1960s. Okay, even even Brett Kavanaugh's hearings, they were attacking, they were barging into people's offices and all kinds of stuff. There is no media in the United States. So let's forget about I'm at the point where there is no media. It's Pravda. It's propaganda. It's nonsense. And so that's that. That's they've already caused maximum damage. I, I don't even think they can cause any more damage. Because, number one, they're so discredited, and most people, most rational people, don't even pay attention to them. So, okay, that is that. But, you know, what happened on January – to compare January 6th to 9-11, some of these idiots are comparing 9-11 to January 6th. That riot lasted about two hours, and people that – was it bad? It was terrible. Should have never happened. Yes. Okay, and people are going to pay a dear price – for that in their lives. Agreed. But the America first movement is going to pay up even is paying 
much dearer price because it sets us back. That kind of activity sets us back. But to compare it to 9-11 is not only disgusting and um, uh, I don't even know, I I get emotional thinking about when you think about what happened on 9-11 compared to what happened on January the 6th. It's um so, it, it's too easy uh, for people if we if we've sunk this low yeah. as a country. Boy, I hope I hope we can get We, I, we I have and it's happen. it's too easy it's too easy to to um to play to put blame somewhere to to make it uh make sense for you to make easier. Is there it, when the FBI came to my house, Joe? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> when they came to my house, I thoroughly enjoyed it because the yeah. questions were, who do you know that's violent? And I said, I'll tell you flat out, I don't associate myself with violent people, and I don't, I don't want to be around them. So you can move your questions away from there. Well, he kept pushing down that front. I said, you want to really know what happened on this? Why don't you call, go talk to Nancy Pelosi and find out why really? she removed the Capitol Police? What discussion did she have with Chuck Schumer two days before this? What discussions did they have months before this? They used this event and they knew that what was going to happen, and they used it to create a narrative, and that's always what they do. They're always sneaky like that. They're always like that five-year-old kid with a finger in a They're cookie jar. They're excellent at being divided, at being su- subversives. Yeah. They're the best. They learn. They, they read Saul Alinsky's books. They read Mao. They read uh, Fidel Castro. They saw what Hugo Chavez did. Yep. They're great students of history. It's a color revolution. A bunch it's, of, it's the same we're playbook. A bunch of, we're a bunch of country bumpkin idiots for <laughs> doing what we do yes and amongst each other walking it's right like, into the trap like, every time it's yeah, we walk it, into traps all the time it's bad I mean, and, it's, and you know what it doesn't matter because in the end what started with the tea party movement in 2008 and grew in 2010 it grew even bigger in 2012 it grew to a culmination of having now senators who are in major positions of power in the senate and a president who is going to raise hell this in the next two years sure what sure are what are when you when you come from all of everything that happened during this time and you and you come down to the reality that okay well I guess is this part of our 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 uh, awakening of consciousness of what we really have in this country we don't actually have a, a constitutional republic we don't actually have anything close to a democracy in this country is this yeah. part of 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 waking up Americans to say look this yeah, is how I bad it is, is and I, this is what happens when you're I, not involved I, I think it is and and and. You know, in my depths of despair <laughs> with all of this, uh, shortly after the inauguration, one of, one of my good friends, who's who's a smart guy and you know former, let's say, intel person, uh, said, "Joe, you know, sometimes you have to lose in order to win." And and I always look at it this way: I say, we don't have a lot of assets left. The biggest asset we have is the numbers of people that that believe what we believe those numbers far, far, far outweigh the people on the, on the far left, the average American. And I'm including in some cases, people who voted for Joe Biden, who just hated Donald Trump and couldn't get themselves to vote for Donald Trump, no matter what you told them, no matter how much you tried to scare them and tell them the truth about who was behind Joe Biden. Some of them just, you know, and people who voted for Trump in in 2016, who decided, they can't take him anymore. They don't like his personality. They think he's divisive. They thought he wasn't empathetic for COVID. All this stuff. <clears throat> you know, the, where, where I'm going with this is we have more numbers. And that, that gives me hope. That gives me hope. Um, but we got to get smarter. We have to not create a new party. That's 
a bridge too far. That's going to be, it's a failed strategy. It'll fail again. We have to retransform the conservative movement. And Donald Trump started it and we got to continue it. We got to continue it. <clears throat> Who ends up taking the helm of it? Whether he can continues to do it at 78 years old, maybe he will. Maybe he'll have the same energy at 78. He had in the last four years, the guys, the guys like a, I don't know. He's he's like a superhuman. I don't know what he's made of, but I, anybody can eat that much junk food and have that much energy. You know, I watch all these, I watch all these, you know, vitamin shows and all this stuff. Here's Trump, more energy than any of those fools, and he eats like you know two Big Macs. Yeah, eating Big you know Macs, uh, flying flying in between states, grabbing McDonald's and eating. Dude, Big the Macs. guys, the guys, <laughs> the guys a phenom. My point is is going forward, who's going to lead this movement? And it's a movement, and it's an awakening. People, and here's what people woke up to. The news is fake and slanted. Politicians, you know, political careers are, uh, are the enemy of the people, just like the, the news is the, en- the enemy of the people. Uh, our judiciary is totally corrupt, okay? And... Our universities and schools are a cesspool of atheists, anti-American Marxists, pedophiles, whatever. So we got real issues, but I think we have enough people who are now awake to, to that because if if not, then the left would completely win. But they haven't won. They haven't won yet. And you know, depending on how things roll out over the next 24 months. It's going to really be the next 24 months in our country are going to be really important to the his to the future of the country. They really are. I agree. I agree. Abe, you're muted. I want to see me. what you guys been up to since the sixth and see um, why I can't figure out how this mute button works. Uh, I want to see what you guys have been up to since then, but I want to get Joe in here to, uh, to get some comments from chat or if anything else that you had, Joe. Yeah, there was definitely some great uh, comments out there. One that kind of stuck out was uh, from Glenn he had asked about, um, you know, all the election fraud and stuff that was coming out to Trump. How much of that do you think um, really got to him? And was there really anybody around him that he could trust uh, to, to give him the good information? I think Trump got all of it. Okay. Trump got all of it and he knows it's true. And he knows he, he knows he won by probably 11 million votes. We, we estimate that Trump got 78 million votes and Joe Biden got about 67 million votes. That's, wow. that's what the statistics tell us. And, you know, the mainstream media, if they watch this, we say, you know, Joe Flynn's completely out of his mind. He's a Q nut. He's a conspiracy. <laughs> oh, they're going to say that anyway. <laughs> None of this is true, but whatever. I don't give a shit, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, Trump knows this. He knows it, and he knows it well. He has the statistics. But again, you know, the less... If the courts fail you, the state legislatures fail you, your own goddamn party fails you, okay, and all you're left with, okay, I'm going to take extraordinary powers now and put my family and the country at massive risk of civil unrest to, to, to really demonstrate, yeah, there was fraud. Here, look, Let's look at Philadelphia County. Let's look at Wayne County. Let's look at Maricopa County and do a forensic audit of all those ballots and those machines, to really determine what happened. Okay, Trump doing that, it obviously was a bridge too far for the man, you know, and he has his reasons. I Well, I, there's 
I, 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 I wasn't, I'm not in his shoes. So I don't right. know, but yeah. answer this, this man's question. Trump knew all of it and still knows all of it. That, and that's what I figured as well. Um, you know, one of the other things that you mentioned there was about walking, uh, more or less walking through the darkness before you see the light. Um, yeah. and, and I completely agree with you there. Um, I'm just curious as far as, you know, like a lot of people out there are super frustrated uh, who uh, who want other people like, um, you know, maybe close relatives or people who aren't quite awake and are frustrated as to why they are not awake. How can they not see what's going on? Um, you kind of mentioned in the pre-show a little bit about maybe some of your liberal, uh, liberal friends who are kind of coming around a little bit. What are you kind of hearing from them right now? Well, I'm hearing from them that gas has gone up a dollar in a lot of states. I'm hearing <laughs> from them that the news is clearly that Trump was right about fake news because the way that the news is covering this massive humanitarian crisis on our border, massive, uh, that's only going to get worse. Okay, then so now they're saying mm, maybe Trump was right about fake news, and they're saying, "Oh my God, this this stimulus package of 1.9 trillion," and now they're talking about raising taxes and another five trillion dollar stimulus package sometime later this year. Who's gonna? Where, what's going to happen to the value of the dollar when they print all this money? I mean, inflation's we're, we're headed for we're headed for some serious problems the way this continues. So yeah, these people. You know, our educated people, uh, many of them business owners, just hated Trump. You know, they, they couldn't get themselves to vote for Trump again. They felt his presence in the White House was too uh, divisive, too controversial, whatever it was. They, they, they voted on that reason versus the reality of a Marxist takeover of the Democratic Party and a potential Marxist takeover of this country. And they, and they, and they, uh, and they realized... Oh man, boy, what a what a mistake that was. Yeah, they and basically voted out of feeling instead of fact, and that's one of the things out that of we, feeling. Yeah, that's one of the things that obviously we saw for a long time. I appreciate that. Go ahead, a back to you, brother. Joe, one of the things that I've watched um, since uh, January sixth, and since Sidney Powell stood up for dumbass Americans who are who are manipulated by the media constantly. I had a chance on Patriot Soapbox with Indie News to to interview Sidney Powell way back um, two years ago, maybe in 2018. I read her a Q post that talked about uh, what Barr's discussions with Mueller was. And she was like, well, how do you know this is anything realistic? How do you know this is real? I said, let's just take it from face value. And and knowing what you know about General Flynn's case, then sooner or later she becomes uh, involved with it. Then she... But my point being not that that we we our discussion pushed her into helping Flynn. That's not the point. The point I'm trying to say is I I got a chance to know her, to uh, to talk to her, to see her heart, to see what kind of person she is. She has a absolute massive heart. Absolutely loves this country. Sees the reality of what's happening with the court system in America. Experienced it through Arthur Anderson and other court cases that she's lived through. Had had dealings with Weissman and the rest of these scumbags as part of the Mueller uh, group and has done everything she can since uh, her victory for General Flynn is, is a victory um, mm-hmm. to fight for Americans. And I've watched as right-wing pundits, left-wing pundits, dumbass Americans, and just people all over the place have slandered, smeared, and and mocked Sydney for her failure in court cases as if it is her failure. Can, can, I don't want to. I don't want to put the the words Sydney's words in in your mouth or make you speak for Sydney. But can you? 
Can you voice my frustration with these fucking idiots who keep slamming on Sydney? Yeah, they don't they don't understand that that somebody like Sydney Powell does could give two shits, two shits about what people think about her. She's one of the strongest, bravest people that I have ever met, if not the strongest, bravest person that I've ever met in a in a six foot woman's body with uh with uh leopard skin cowboy boots. Um She's a she's a lady, she's a patriot, she's a sweet person as a as a friend and and a sister, but more importantly, she is a seeker of the truth, and sometimes seekers of the truth and sometimes seekers of justice uh, have to walk through the shadow of the valley of death, and and trust me, it takes a toll and it has taken a toll on Sydney, it's taken a toll on her health, uh, but sometimes people like Sydney have to endure this just like the Lord endured this sort of uh, Calvary that she's on right now uh, in order to uh, to come out triumphant and to have a, a resurrection moment. And I truly believe she will have that resurrection moment and justice will be served because of warriors like Sidney Powell. Is she going to make mistakes along the way? Of course she is. She's a human being. She's going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. She's made very little right now. The courts have been the ones that have denied the truth to come out. Truth be told, the courts are the ones denying the truth coming out, not Sydney screwing things up. Sydney hasn't screwed anything up. So anyway, um, yeah, I mean, she's, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I, I think there's, I, there's I, I no think words just, that can describe what Sydney Powell is. And I'm just, I'm glad you feel my frustration because I have the utmost respect for Sydney Powell. I know what she's going through. I see the the arguments that are that are being thrown her way that she's just a failure as a lawyer and she's a joke, and it just utterly pisses well, me off. Let, man. Okay, then then okay, lawyers who think that she's a joke and a failure, why don't you file your own case? Get off your asses and talk. Stop talking shit about Sydney and have some balls to fight for this the people of this country. That's what I say to them. Amen to give that. us give us your argument, asshole. <laughs> right? Nope. They just sit exactly. back and point fingers. That's all they're capable of because it's all their simple minds are allow them allow them to do. Yesterday we talked about this with on the channel and and we may have a, some some newer audience members here that didn't see this. Sydney put this out uh, yesterday, the day before. It is a breakdown of all of the cases that were involved with election fraud, their standing, and what happened. And you can find that you'll see exactly what Joe Flynn has just said that the court did not uh, allow these cases to go through due to processes and rules and a bunch of other garbage that doesn't makes no damn sense whatsoever. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like losing a, uh, a boxing match on a technicality. You kick the shit out of the guy, you beat his head in, but the judges kind of were like, eh, I don't really want this guy to win. Let's figure out a technicality. This is exactly what happened here. There, there's no other way to describe it because at, a, at the very least, one of them should have been heard. There's fraud in my jurisdiction. It's obvious. Ah, but I'm going to say, nah, this person doesn't have standing by some tiny measure that I can get away with. Because, by the way, I'm a judge, and the only person more powerful than a judge in his court is the Pope in the Vatican. <laughs> or Seriously. Yeah, that's good stuff. Judges man. are enormously powerful. 
Thank you for for helping with me with that because I'm it's I'm I've been letting it fester with inside me. I just keep seeing people hammer Sydney as if she doesn't know what she's doing, and they, they really don't understand how far the courts have gone in this country. Thank you for that. Finally, Joe, you've been I know you have to go at the top of the hour. You have all kinds of, of stuff going on. You have another call. Uh, I want to find out what you've been up to uh, for the for the last two months and what may be coming, um, and how people can get a hold of you. I think uh, the you know you used to be very active on Twitter. It's not much fun anymore now that we're all gone. Uh, I don't like Twitter anymore. I'm still I'm surprised that they haven't killed me on Twitter. I'm waiting for that day that the axe comes down. I almost <laughs> blew everything up when they blew General Flynn out. Just in I blew Facebook out. Uh, so I, I I blew my Facebook. I had like four thousand followers. I said screw it. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do Twitter, and the reason I didn't do Twitter, and I'm, I'm still considering doing it, um, but I'm involved in some not-for-profits, and I have a lot of followers, and I want to maybe be around to help those not-for-profits, one being Defending the Republic, which is uh, it, which is the entity that Sydney created uh, to, to go after all these cases and to support these cases of voter fraud. I'm actually on the board of directors of that. And I've been involved in that. I've been involved in cases. Cases come to me. I, I Patrick Byrne <coughs> created a nickname for me as the Sherpa <laughs> because a lot of people come to me to get to them. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of people and I can kind of lead people in different directions. And um, and so I've been doing a lot of that. I'm involved in some businesses uh, that uh, I'm in the healthcare IT business. So I'm deeply involved in those. I've got some investments. I sold I, I got lucky a few years back and I sold a, a company and, and thank God did well. Um, but I worked my ass off for a long time to get there. So I've got a little bit of, um, let's say, freedom and mobility. But I'm, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I'm involved in a couple of uh, new, new ventures, one in telehealth, which is really exciting. And, uh, you know, just busy. I, I, I swear to God, I feel like now that I don't have a full-time job, I, I'm busier now than I was before. <laughs> I'm busier now than I was before. I know that I feeling. Really and, um, you know, my wife and I built a, a beautiful home down here in Florida and um, just living life. But I told you, we've got some exciting stuff coming out with General Flynn, which I'm involved with as well. And once that is ready for full kind of disclosure, we're gonna, we'll come out big and maybe we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we kind of want to wait until we have our ducks in a row and and then you know do a big blitz and we'd love to come on and talk oh Maybe absolutely we'll come on together yeah we'll definitely talk, talk about that. that for sure i know joe has a couple last comments before i let you go joe no joe i absolutely appreciate you being here so many great comments out there in chat i know tons of people had all kinds of questions and stuff but this gentleman's time is very precious from the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank you and the Flynn family for everything you have done. As I said in the beginning, I don't know if in 2015 uh, the Flynn family knew that the fight would be <laughs> continuing ongoing up until 2021. But thank yeah. you from the bottom of my heart and everybody that's out there watching and listening right now. I know that a lot of people really appreciate everything that you and the Flynn family has done. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Joe. And, and, Abe, great seeing you guys again. And thank you for your audience. Uh, and, and I just want to close with, it's really wonderful that you guys still have a platform. It's very important. The, the Patriot movement, the Patriot uh, digital soldier movement of independent journalists that are out there are critical, critical, critical components of keeping uh, Patriots together, moving in the same direction. We do need to stay together. We need to stay together. We need to stay united. We need to stay focused. 
and we can't let the media and the nonsense distract us. So the job that you guys are doing by having, uh, having this platform and having your listeners, and I thank your listeners for spending the time here listening to me rant and rave. And I want to say God bless all of them. Uh, God bless your families. A happy Easter to everyone and a blessed Passover as well to our Jewish friends. Amen. God bless you, sir. Appreciate that. Amen to that. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Um, I ha- if I if I can get one last thing out of you, real quick, what do you think uh, is uh, is going through the mind of President Trump right now? What do you think his his future in the next year, year and a half um, uh, will will entail? Can you can I get any kind of insight? From yeah, you on I think that, that Trump's going to come out swinging hard, swinging really hard, and it's going to happen soon. No, don't count him out. Don't count his current silence out. I mean, they did silence him on Twitter, but he's he's going to come out swinging. He's going to come out swinging hard. Um, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing mag, MAGA rallies again <laughs> this summer. I, I just think that he's not going to sit still, yeah. and that would be cool. Actually, he should do yeah. a bunch of MAGA rallies just just you know just for the fun of it. In every single Rhino's district, he should hold a MAGA rally. I absolutely agree. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think that that's he's going to start with uh, he's going to start with probably you know the 2020 election and, and doing MAGA rallies in those in those districts. That would be beautiful. That would it, be beautiful. It would be, and I hope I get an op- another opportunity to work with one AP first member Praetorian to in your family again sometime in the future. It was an absolute honor to put myself between you and your family to make sure <laughs> well, not on my watch, guys. baby protection we really appreciate it that was great god bless you joe god bless people were wonderful they were sweet and they were kind and they weren't attacking us that's good yeah right exactly god bless you joe i hope you get another chance to shake your hand and we'll talk to you soon talk to you soon bye-bye now take care joe Joe Flynn in the house hanging out with us here today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Joe Flynn is a great man. I had, I've had opportunities in the past, obviously, to have conversations with him. And it, I just, it's an absolute honor to have him here. And I, there's so much more I wanted to get to talk to him about. There's never I know, enough dude. time. I know that dude, that's not even, I mean, at the beginning before the show, when we had the pre-show, we had so much planned and so many things we wanted to talk about, but the discussion was absolutely fantastic. That man and his family, I mean, I'm still shaking, man, just just being able to thank him personally from the bottom of my heart and the Patriots out there in chat. I know everybody would wish they could be in my spot to say thank you to him and the Flynn family. Amen to that. No doubt about it. Thank you all for watching. I appreciate you guys very much. Let's do a quick uh, two, you know, two-minute uh, break for our sponsor. Joe's got a news blitz at the top of the hour. Then we'll open up the phone lines. Uh, and I would love to hear from all of you. If you're a new guest that hasn't called in, please, come on. I'm dying to hear from you guys. If you're just normal guest that wants to call in and say what you want to say, that's fine, too. I would love to hear from anybody out there as well. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com when you guys get time. RiseAttireUSA.com has exclusive foxhole gear, exclusive methods and red pill gear, and they also have those clown masks, but you have to have an FBI badge to be able to have that clown mask. You can only buy it if you have that. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com. Abe Wave, discount code Abe Wave is the discount code, and you can get a 10% discount and help the channel, help get some sweet gear, and help keep the lights on. A uh, minute of your time, and we'll be back with uh, Joe's News Blitz. Stand by. The message is to reject the message. No, no need, need for, for their hidden agendas relies by subversion. We're extremists. And that's the wrong button. Can we try that again? There we go. (laughs) 
No, I don't want to work. I like buttons. Oh, my God. Why aren't you working? Play. The message is to reject the message. No need for their hidden agendas. Extremist vendettas that target the free. Our weapons are truth that prove highly effective with an impact surpassed only by the span of their reach. The powers that hope to control us will feed on those lost in philosophies devoid of all meaning. Don't be enticed by the divisive self-righteous who deal in deception, suppression, and greed. Flee from the nation of mindless who preach what's been forced down their throat by their peers and their teachers. Run from the depraved, guilty of treason whose roads have been paved by the tricks of their sleeves. When it's real, you can feel it. It appeals to your senses, whether dull or intense, most will tend to agree. We won't leave the blinded behind. We'll shoulder wounded soldiers till it's over, then we'll train them to see. The truth is the future. This beautiful movement makes the gatekeepers useless and their lies obsolete. With fury we'll fight. By the glory of God, we'll delete the elite and release all their secrets. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you get time. Um, and discount. use discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E, and you can get some awesome gear with a 10% discount. Let me get the rapid-fire uh, opener going, and we'll get Joe in here for a quick rapid-fire, and then we'll get the phone lines opened up for you guys. Uh, in the chat is uh, the Zoom meeting ID as well as the passcode. You can use regular Zoom, put the meeting ID in, and the passcode in. You can come in and join us on camera if you so choose, or you can just dial in using the dial-in number and the uh, passcode and uh, ID, meeting ID, and that can get you in there. Uh, quick 30 seconds for rapid fire uh, segment and then we'll get Joe in here to see what's going on. You ready, Joe? <laughs> All right, Joe, what do you got for a rapid fire segment here today? I am still reeling from that interview again. Um, everybody out there in chat methods. I good to see you out there, brother. Good to see you. Um, all kinds of stuff going uh, on in the news today. Let me try to run through this as quick as possible. First one I saw that just dropped out there was by the Epoch Times or Epic Times. Female military member dies after COVID-19 vaccine. She show, showed no signs of effects of side effects. So it, it goes on the article to say that the woman had underlying heart problems and other underlying health conditions. Her cause of death is being investigated, uh, the health ministry said. I just thought this was super interesting now that, of course, um, you know, <laughs> supposedly healthy lady goes in and all of a sudden now she has heart problems after she takes the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, this This kind of thing is happening more often than people think. They're just not reporting on it. That's I know the we second one in this week. The second one this week, correct. I know we talked a little bit about um, <laughs> the border crisis. Listen to this. I don't know if you saw this yet or not, Abe, but this. No sound. No sound, bro. Oops, I'm sorry. Did you say no sound? Yeah, I don't know if it sounds like it just wasn't shared on the screen. Damn buttons. That would would be. (laughs) For once, you can say that was my fault. Let me try that again. So thank you, Mr. President, for your confidence. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're going to get down to business here. And uh, 
And uh, Ron, who am I turning this over to? Well, I, well uh, thank you very much, Mr. President. <laughs> I think it's uh, time for the press, our friends in the press to leave, though. Thank you. <laughs> so who do I turn this over to? The what press. What am I doing here? Turns it over to the press and the press. Uh, no, we're not taking any questions. Everybody out. Just clap for that, you stupid bastard. Just unbelievable. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. 71 members of Congress joined call for investigation of wall construction suspension. This is finally something good out of all the Republicans. There's 71 of them um, that are members of Con- Congress, which is actually led by John Catco, a Republican out of New York, and a lot of other people as well. Um, so this is pretty interesting that they're finally uh, starting to, to get on a little bit of offense there. Anything on that, Abe? Um, I mean, you know, at, at least we have a list of people who want to stand up. Uh, I, that's about as, as good as it's going to be, to be honest. As, as Granger, Smith, and McCarthy, uh, Steve Scalise, as well as uh, several others that are our are, are fighters. They are our true fighters, and they, I expect them to do this. Exactly. That's exactly what we need. Every single time something like this happens, we need to constantly get together and we need to constantly fight. Can't go a day without mentioning one of these. The uh, This is out of uh, North, Northern District of Alabama. West Virginia man sentenced to 15 years in prison for traveling to Alabama with the intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct with a minor. Go figure. Now, where did he meet this young lady? Through Snapchat. That's right. That's where he matters. Keep your kids off of Snapchat. This was super interesting. That dropped out today. The House Committee on Energy and Commerce. Uh, the Plone, who's opening remarks at the oversight hearing to examine the 2021 Texas grid failure. Now, it says in here, this is kind of like their statement. Today, we are examining the causes of the recent widespread power outages in Texas and how to fortify the electrical grid. Uh, against extreme weather events and climate change. The enormity of this disaster and its aftermath cannot be overstated. At one point, almost half of the generation capacity of Texas electric grid was lost, causing more than 4 million homes and businesses to lose electricity. Texas struggled to get food, medical treatments, and safe drinking water. The storm resulted in extensive property damage, unprecedented energy bills, and most tragically, loss of life the challenges brought on by the storm were particularly uh, particularly acute for low-income communities which often lack the resources to prepare for or quickly recover from the effects of extreme weather disasters now they've gone they goes on a little bit more but towards the bottom they basically say that they've introduced the clean future act which is a comprehensive climate legislation which would achieve net zero greenhouse gas pollution no later than 2050. Uh, what do you think about this, Abe? You probably got a comment or two. I'm Does guessing. that include uh, airplanes from D.C.? I'm just curious if um, if they're going to be able to still fly and all around the country um, with, you know, petrol fuels, obviously. And so, so who does that apply to exactly? Not John Kerry. <laughs> so moving on, Blaze Media, Mexico's president states the obvious. It's Biden's fault. Migrants are surging at the border. Expectations were created, he says. This is great. This is coming out of, the, as I said, the blaze. And basically, Obrador uh, blames President Biden and, and just absolutely rips him a new one. I absolutely love him for doing this. I don't know if I love him as a, as a president per se, but this coming out, 
against Biden and his policy is absolutely amazing to see. Yeah, it's a freaking mess. And we're going to we're going to hopefully very soon have a, a an important uh uh, investigative reporter who is down in South America. We're working very hard. Don is working very hard to get him on. We think we might have him tomorrow. It's going to be tough because he's um, he, he is uh, kind of hiding in the in the jungle. Uh, we'll talk about it. But if I can get this guy on, you guys cannot miss that show. It's going to be amazing if we can get him on. Not only that, but just the work that Don's doing in the background right now. We got lots going on. Yeah, so much love moving to on to. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to another story that came out. Uh, Trump reveals what he wrote to Biden in the White House note. This was actually um, Lisa Booth's uh, podcast interview, which I talked about. This was another, uh, there was a couple of uh, bullet points that I wanted to talk about. Uh, But this basically, (laughs) anytime you hear Trump say this, basically, I wished him luck. Anytime you hear Trump say that, you know exactly what he means. And, you know, it was a couple of pages long and it was uh, from the heart because I want to see him do well, Trump said. Uh, As I said, that was during the podcast. One of the things towards the uh, end of that that he said was, but Biden's friends and supporter, Warren Buffett, uh, they talk about the the, the pipeline, uh, which has been canceled and how nobody's talking about who owns the trains, which is Warren Buffett. We discussed that as one of the first things that uh, once the pipeline shut down is obviously who owns the trains and who's going to who's going to actually profit off of that being shipped uh, rail and truck. One of the people who is Warren Buffett, none other than. Yeah, big, big, big surprise on that front. Of course, that's always how it works. And the one thing that President Trump learned during his time in presidency is how little power he actually has and how deep the swamp is. We knew the sweep was the, the the swamp was deep. We just didn't know how deep, right? Yep. So this one was super interesting out of the Jerusalem Post. Russian Jewish billionaire communal funder arrested for alleged bribes. <laughs> what? That I mean, as soon as I read that, I was like, what? And then it says Russian President Vladimir Putin has been accused of weaponizing the judiciary to neutralize critics. Spiegel, however, has not clashed with Putin and is considered friendly to the president. Well, that's an interesting way to put it. Um, So this story kind of goes on, but I just thought it was fairly interesting um, that the Jerusalem Post is reporting about this. But of course, you know, they were saying it was a friendly of Putin. I don't know, Abe, uh, you probably haven't seen anything on this. Any comment on that? No, I I mean, I have, you know, you're right. I haven't really seen much on it. I I just, (laughs) I find it kind of interesting that, um, you know, I mean, you know how it goes with Putin. If you don't play the game with Putin, then uh, you get the outs with the quickness in any way possible, and then the media spins it however they want. So that's interesting there. Well, that's why I think friend, or really, is he a friend? Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Like, I mean, either media spin it, or Putin just laid his foot into somebody's ass, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, Biden uh, under investigation by GAO for halting billions of dollars to finish the border wall. This just kind of coincided with the other story. This was super interesting as well, coming out of the conservative brief um, and discussing about uh, Joe Biden's problems regarding the southern border is getting worse. Now he's under investigation for halting billions of dollars in payments that were approved to set to be paid to private companies selected to finish President Trump's border wall. So kind of interesting there. I That's thought. right, Biden administration. You still have to operate within the rules of the law. And then if you don't, the Government Accountability Office will say, guess what? You just violated contracts, and now we're held accountable for them. Nice work. 
Yeah, and that's pretty much all I got for you. That's the rapid fire segment. I was just so pumped to try to figure out a way to introduce Joe Flynn that I didn't even really look for news stories. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. And I'm still I'm you know me. If you watched indie, I have a hard time integrating two people into interviews. I just take up so much time. I gotta work on that. So I apologize for that. But it was an awesome interview nonetheless. No. I thought it was perfect. Uh, I got to ask a couple of questions that I, w- I thought was important. And like I said, I kind of want to do that lead in, you know, from the 2015 yeah. all the way to uh, current day. So I thought it went great, man. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, I was, it was a lot of fun. And, I, you know, I, I love Joe Flynn, the way he's, um, you know, I, Yoda is somebody who is a life friend that I worked with, with First Amendment Praetorian. Um, and yeah, it, thank you for clarifying that because people were thinking he was talking about a different Yoda. Oh, yeah, that's, no, that's uh, he. He was um, he was one of the um, the key members of uh, First Amendment Praetorian because of his experience. Um, and we had some of the people that we had in that team. When we've talked about it in the past, they're just um, America's great patriots. I mean, it was an honor to uh, to shake the hands and, and to share a beer with these guys. Um, but oh, Yoda, I took a special liking to him, and every chance he got. Uh, uh, he would he would hammer me, dude. He would just constantly be fucking with me, and it was it, it kind of started to hurt, man. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing wrong here? Because I was just I was like a sponge. When you get around people like that, if you don't take that opportunity to learn as much as you can from them, then you're an idiot, <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, yeah. There's the thing, like you know, the fact that I knew who who he was talking about first and foremost. Uh, was an absolute privilege because if anybody knew who we were talking about uh, and then for me to be able to like sit on the, you know, sit on the bus or sit on the, on the uh, van, sit in the van with them and literally right next to him. And me and him had a conversation and he kind of razzed you a little bit and talked about me. And, you know, it was kind of fun, you know, like, you know, it was like, they, they just accepted me right away. They literally took me in. Like I was you uh, times two and they just treated me like I was anybody else and part of their group. And to, like I said, w- uh, when Joe was on, you know, for me to be able to stand there, like you said, uh, in between anybody who was go- possibly may have gotten in between the Flynn family and what they have stood for and what they have done for, for people all over the world. Um, I was absolutely privileged to be standing in between him and the Flynn family. It was an honor of a lifetime, no doubt about it. And it's, uh, I can't wait to do it again, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I miss it already, I and I can't and wait. Yeah. What's up? I said, I bet you're itching, aren't you? Oh, man. I mean, I don't know how my knee's doing, but it's, it's, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I could be on my feet for eight hours a day. No problem. Cold? No, I wasn't even cold. I didn't feel a fucking thing, man. I was hey, just probably. glad to be there. What's up, 772? You're on the air. What's your name, please? That's the Viking. What's going on, fellas? It's Vero Viking. What's up, brother? How are you today? I'm doing all right. So, my first thing I'm going to start off with, what did Hollywood lose last year because of COVID? Something like $11 billion? At least. Is that right? Yeah. At least, right? So, yeah, at least. So, going back to this shooting, you can tell that it's a low-budget production. I mean, old man coming out of the the, the supermarket not phased by anything not even like going to the supposed wounded this guy whoever he was running around dial 911 yo you got a phone in your hand why don't you dial 911 it's just low budget everybody with the same type of mask and then right after this 
Biden delivers a flawless speech. You know he studied for that speech like, like three weeks at least to get it out of his mouth like without stuttering. This whole thing is like uh, another telegraph punch coming. Got the bill on the floor a couple of weeks ago. We need a false flag to set it off. Here we go. The only thing I'm confused about is why did they use uh, somebody from, I don't know, where was he from, Syria or something originally? Yeah. Does that make any sense? Uh, well, you it know how that works. No um, this has the direct ties, and I get a, I didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday because I didn't want to put uh, Mark on, on a, uh, in a bad spot. But you know, who, you know what this comes from? This comes from John well, Brennan. This has John Brennan's hands all over it. Yeah, man. I, I just like it's scary to think that they they're like, oh, what was the what was the they don't have no need uh, for a search warrant to go to your house to confiscate your stuff. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what they're trying to push? I don't know. I'm like, Good luck. this is crazy. Good luck with that. I'm serious about that. Um, but yeah, that was all I really had to say to you guys. Uh, which Flynn? That was uh, General Flynn's brother today? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Did you guys ask him about his brother in command? Oh, he's yeah, he said right before he left, he said that there's some stuff coming down the pipe with General Flynn and that he would possibly come on with General Flynn to announce whatever that may be, and that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I'm talking about his gen his brother that's in command of uh Oh, the other command. brother. No, I didn't I don't the I don't, other brother. Yeah, I'm not gonna put him in a position to uh to talk about him. I was, you know, I mean, it's just strange that that guy, yeah, but it, it, I think I mentioned it before. You're not going to put your enemy at one of the biggest commands to run it. Something's up. Yeah, something's up. You know what I mean, fellas? Well, it's, I mean, we I got, we, we have our, we have our Patriots in, in good spots. That That's the one hope that I do have, Errol Viking, in spots like the, yeah. the government accountability office, in spots like the Supreme Court, and as much as everybody wants to hate on them, that's fine. But when it comes to key decisions like abortion or gun control, so then, then you're all going to love the Supreme Court again. Uh, in, in local areas, we have, uh, county representatives and, and, uh, local representatives where we gained major ground on, uh, despite Trump losing. So there, there is hope on that front. And I, I don't think we, I've talked very much about that. Yeah. They got something going down in Oklahoma on the 16th. I think the tickets were like 350, maybe 250 a pop. I wish I could take the two days to go out there. It's like General Flynn, Sidney Powell, um, Clay something is his name that's putting together. And, uh, you know, you got to meet and greet up close and personal. Only selling like 4,500 tickets to that thing. Oh, no shit. You guys know. No, it's real deal. Uh, He was on one of the other shows I watched, man. And I would love to, I mean, because, you know, you know what I do. So I I got my own own theories on what's happening. Yeah. But, you know, I can't put my finger on it. This is the most craziest game that's being played I've ever seen in my life. But then, like I said, you can tell Hollywood lost their money because that was, that production, that production was so bad. And I do believe they have, like, casting calls for crisis actors going out across everywhere because they're going to need it for these to set these false flags to get their their agendas passed. People don't believe this crap. 
And I, I'm already telling you about that damn vaccine. I saw that. There's nobody. I saw it came on Epoch Times. Is that what you said, Joe? That's what I get to. But uh, that female just died. Nobody said she had heart conditions or what have you prior to taking the damn COVID uh, vaccine. Suddenly she does now, doesn't she? Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, just, uh, I mean, I wish I could have told you guys what our damn safety brief was a couple of weeks ago. It, it was, it was like uh, they were like talking down to us like we were all Trump supporters, and you couldn't be a supporter in our ranks of that man. You guys just lost your friggin' minds. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I'm scared. I'm scared about the uh, the higher ups. I really am. I'm level. I mean, well, I mean, you can brainwash. You, you, let me finish one sentence. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, you could you could probably brainwash the 18 year olds that come into the military and do 20. You know, when I came in, I was 34. They couldn't do. They couldn't break me at basic training. You know what I mean? That that horse has been ridden, and I, you just you can't break me now. I got my own mind, but I could see the the the. The, with the video production or video message from Lloyd coming down to us, not mentioning nothing prior to the 6th. I'm like, are you all freaking all right? What did you forget about all of 2020? And you're talking only about the 6th? And you, you, we need to have, uh, what is it, uh, terroristic uh, threat uh, uh, discussions about the 6th and nothing else would happen throughout the year 2020? lost our freaking minds man i ain't white i ain't black i ain't chinese i'm a mutt okay but just because i look kind of white don't make me white but if i stand out in the sun a couple of days then i might look a little brown to you you can figure me out like uh, mexican i don't care what you think i am i'm a, I'm a mixed breed though it don't matter you're american but, damn like, it I, that's all, that's what i'm trying to say yeah i'm american and if I if I if I want to put a JT or a DJ uh, T sticker on my car, should be able to do that and drive on a post. But there's a problem. Some people don't want that to happen. They're trying to weed out the ranks, and if they do that, you know why. You know. Yeah. Same thing. Scary. Same thing. Obama did. Scary. Yeah, they're yep, definitely working shit. on that. We yeah, and that's you know we had a caller uh, you know a couple of weeks ago that was in the military as well, and she basically said exactly that, exactly what you're talking about. It's ab- absolutely <laughs> disgusting, and I hope that people that are on the left or were in the middle absolutely see what's going on and realize how much bullshit it really is. It really is scary, and I got to tell you guys one more thing. You guys got the best phone system. The rest of the guys need to take a tip from you off Foxtrot. I mean, uh, Foxtrot. I don't get it, man. I can't get into fucking Frankie. I can't get in on Woke. They don't have a whole system. And look, teach them some. Come on. Teach them some. I want to talk to those guys, too. I like them, too. When you, know? you, when you bring like, in uh, three different options, it, it becomes overwhelming for one person to do. The only way to do it is to have somebody else control your your uh, call-ins, and, and we just don't have the resources for it, so it just becomes a pain in the ass. Hey, who did you used to uh, be with? Did you have a, another co-host, or you were with another show? And yeah, show, I, did, uh, was I was. I, well, I helped 5 by 5 build their network after I left Patriot Soapbox, where I was on with Indie News, on a common sense show on Indie News on Patriot Soapbox. 
Okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to figure out some. There's an internal. I, I could see a little internal thing going on, and uh, just thought it was funny. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out who's who's who. No, I, I, left, don't think I, I left Soapbox. I noticed. I helped. I helped huh? Soapbox. I put. I put probably six hours a day into helping build at least sometimes eight hours a day into helping build Soapbox. I love the guys over there, except for one one uh, weasel that's a, a, a little soy boy. Uh, other than that, I, everyone else over there, um, I have a lot of respect yeah. for. <laughs> Indie News does great work. If you get a chance, watch Patriot Soapbox uh, uh, between oh, two I and four. Uh, Indie News does a great job. Two and four. Two and four. I usually catch it on Mondays, like five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Indie does a great job. And really, Radix. Uh, Radix did a great job in an article yesterday. That's up on my blog today. Um, Radix carries Soapbox to be completely honest with you. She's by far the smartest person on that channel and by far the most informed and, um, she does a great job. So her show is right after mine on Soapbox as well. So I check her out every now and then too. She had a great article yesterday about that HBO thing. Go ahead, Joe. I I was always told if I can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. So go ahead, Vera. No, that's not, nobody's doing, I didn't say anybody was talking. I didn't say anybody was talking about Joe or anything. There's another show I'm watching. I'm watching another show, and it wasn't from the soapbox. And you could tell he, he won't mention. He goes, he was like talking like, and the guy that won't be mentioned. So he came from somebody else's show and uh, left, or he left to another do another show. I don't know who it is. I'm trying to figure it out, gotcha. but it's kind of funny. Well, I, I ripped on in the Matrix the other day again because he deserves it every chance he gets. Frankly, uh, he's nothing but a disinformation agent and a clickbait artist. And so I ripped on him for for being a clickbait artist and putting garbage out and and trailing people along and and doing more to harm the Q movement than to help it. And someone said, "Well, why are you calling him a traitor?" I said. I never said he wasn't a patriot. I said he's a clickbait artist and, and he uses his show for money. That's it. That's all he uses. He doesn't, he doesn't use it for truth. And I wasn't talking about you, Abe. I'm talking about somebody else, but thank you. No, that's that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. In the Matrix and yeah. Dustin Nemos, they're, they're both, they're both their, their game plan is to is to put as much clickbait conspiracy garbage out there and whether or not it's true or not, they don't care. They just love to put that out there, but they present it with an argument that makes it be true. If you, if you were to present the argument as both sides of the argument, then you would be, be doing uh, truth a favor by presenting it in a fair way. They don't do that. They clickbait through it and they have tons of people who, who send me their fucking garbage every single day and they're like, did you watch this? This is fucking amazing. And I watch it and I go, you just wasted an hour of my life that I'll never get back. By the way, you're a fucking idiot. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, I do. I didn't, I didn't mean to get you riled up. But it's, I think it's kind of new. Hey, uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on the phone again with y'all. I know there's more callers. I hate like getting cut off, but there was one uh, two days ago, the last two shows, one of those days, I had my 5%. I was in total disagreement with you. And I forgot the hell what it, what it was. Now, but Darn it! All have a great Those night. are the ones that I want. Call every call me on to the to the woodshed every I time. I was trying. I was trying, <laughs> and you just like, and I was like, last minute, you said that's it, and I'm like, shit. I wanted to argue with you, but I, now I forgot what it was. Uh, well, next you time we'll get, I'll make sure I look for you, bro. Appreciate the call, man. Like Yo, the brick connection. I'm all about that, man. And that girl was super fine too. Whoever she was, man. Yeah, take care, fellas. Bye. Right, the British, the British girls, the British girls, the brick connection. Go oh, with it. Go gotcha. with it. Yes, yes. All right, got you. Bro. All right, thanks care. for the call. Take care, take care brother. Yeah, bye-bye. God, bye. God bless you, Viral Viking. Appreciate you very much, my friend. Yeah, bye.
Thanks for joining me, man. <laughs> that's the thing, man. If we that's what we want. We literally want people to call in and disagree and have a conversation about anything. I don't care what it is. Call in, have a disagreement, agree to disagree, and let's move on and, and continue on for the, with our day. I see our brother Texan, who is as usual driving. How you doing today, Texan? What's on your mind, brother? I'm doing all right, man. And I don't know what the what I missed there in the last uh, ten minutes or so, but me just tearing of, apart Nemos and in the Matrix again, idiots. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, just sending another shout over the bow to In the Matrix and and uh, Dustin Nemos's dumbasses. Oh, oh, okay, I got you, I got you, man. Uh, I enjoyed that interview you had, man. That was really cool. Uh, it seems like uh, he's gonna. It looks like you might have General Flynn on in the near future, from what he said. Yeah, yeah. I've been working on it. I've been wanting to make sure that I get I can get a full hour with him because. It's you know me, man. I don't. <laughs> I get a chance to talk to General Flynn. It is going to be must see, and I have been preparing for about six months. I have a, a notebook of of um, things that I need to review when I talk to General Flynn, and it is going to be must see TV. It's going to be a, a great interview. I, I cannot wait for it. Uh, man, I, I can't wait for it either. I mean, uh, I know it's going to be it's going to be dynamite. When are you going to have Trump on? I I <laughs> sent him an email. <laughs> Believe it or not, we've been trying to contact him. <laughs> I mean, he, well, you, you can't help. It can't hurt trying. Yeah. No, man, it doesn't. It doesn't. Tell him. Call, call him up for me. It, call Mar-a-Lago and say, hey, you need yeah, to go man. check out the Foxhole.app and Uncensored Amy. You need to get on the show. Yeah, my people will get with his people and we'll yeah. get with your people. How's that? It, we'll yeah, get, we all can't be like uh, Lisa Booth and have our first podcast with President Trump yeah, on right? there. Must be nice. Yeah, no shit. Hey, uh, I, okay, I got home last night or early this morning and uh, clicked on the news to catch the weather and the traffic and the bullshit. And then I'll be damned if it didn't pop up on the screen. There was uh, uh, Biden there talking about banning weapons and said that if uh, Congress does not act on it, that he is going to ban weapons with an executive order. And he said that he can do it. I'm sure you're aware of that, aren't you? Well, he can try, I think, is, is the more important thing there. But I got I got a couple of quick words for that. It's called come and take it. Uh, I doubt that's going to happen, man. It's completely against the Constitution. Well, you know what? I mean, I know I agree with you. They, they really don't have the authority to do that. But look, didn't Trump ban bump stocks with an executive order? Uh, basically, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, I had but, I had a couple I had a couple bump stocks and I, and I had to throw them in the fire and burn them or I was going to be a felon. Well, that's you know? there's a there's a difference there, and the the difference is is bump stock is an illegal based on uh, Heller versus DC Supreme Court argument. Any accessory that that makes a weapon a fully automatic weapon is illegal, and so there's a constitutional argument against bump stops. There's no constitutional argument against. Uh, unconstitutional gun laws that have already been uh, fought against, and there is strict precedent against any more, more infringement on the Second Amendment. It's just not going to happen, bro. I tell you what, I really hope I don't lose my signal because uh, we we might have to tangle up over this one, Alan. Uh, a bump stock did not make that weapon fully automatic. That weapon operated exactly the way it was manufactured and designed. It was one pull of the trigger, one bullet every single time. All it did was uh, give you the ability to accelerate. Yeah. 
that was it. It was, no, it was I, not I, by I'm, it was not by definition or classification. I, I didn't mean of to say you're automatic right. weapon or a machine yeah, gun. You're right. I shouldn't call it an automatic, but it, the the Heller versus DC says any accessory that increases the fire uh, rate of fire. So, so I uh, but yeah I know okay but man that could be a technique that that could be a I mean I've I've done it with a rubber band before and I guess you know that's illegal. I'm just saying though <laughs> you know I, we can get off into that, but I'm just saying that. Uh, Trump did ban, you know, uh, the bump stocks through executive order. I don't remember how Bill Clinton got his ban through on automatic weapons or uh, semi-automatic weapons, but he did at, at one time, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, well, it was when, and then it was it was when the Democrats had the House and the Senate. They they shoved it down the throats. Yeah, and then uh, it was George Bush that uh, that uh, rectified that situation. And now here we go again. He's talking about doing it with executive order. And yeah, it, it's illegal, you know, for him to do that. He doesn't have the authority to do it. But how much faith do we have in the courts and especially the Supreme Court that have held our rights? We don't. So then what happens next? Doesn't it come to the states and basically down to the sheriffs of your county? I don't agree with that. I, there, there is, there is, especially during Trump's administration, there were three major Supreme Court cases that we covered, we talked about, that were that strengthened the Second Amendment and Heller versus DC uh, to the point where you any there are there are unconstitutional laws on the books right now that are going to be affected by the by the Supreme Court rulings from last year. There that are going to strengthen uh, First Amendment, uh, Second Amendment rights. It. At a legal basis, there is hope on that because there has been an unbelievable precedent set to to basically say Heller versus D.C., you cannot infringe at all on anyone's right to own a gun, period. And it, it is, I mean, it is going to be, they're going to play this game where they're going to try to go after it legally. They're going to try to challenge Heller versus D.C. the same way that we're doing it with abortion. Every chance we get, we're trying to push the precedent, and you have to do that by moving it up through the appeals court. So they're going to try to push the appeals courts and the and and the constitutionality, but that fight is is a loss for them. Mark my words, they will not get any kind of new gun legislation passed. Well, I hope you're right, man. I really do, and you know, I want to keep an eye on it. I, I was, man, I was so pissed off and it, it got, it got my mind rolling to where I didn't even hardly sleep the day before I came to work. I was that pissed off about it. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I you should, we right. should be, we, we should be raised aware that, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a second amendment, uh, originalist. I, I, I believe that, that the right to, to have a weapon should not be unfringed period. And I do believe every American should be required to own a firearm because uh armed American is a polite American. <laughs> but but I mean we have to live in the reality of the courts and I don't I don't agree with Heller versus DC's precedent or the precedent set after it and SPF 74 I'm with you. My is my finger illegal then? I I am I'm, I'm not saying that I uh, uh, am supporting the argument. I'm just presenting the constitutional argument for it and why I think there will there will never be and I'll, you can almost say never at this point there will never be an infringement on our on our sidearms. Well, uh, you know, I, I think it's already been infringed upon a little by little. You know that they've done a lot of stuff that they honestly didn't have the authority to do, and I guess that's yeah. what really bothers me. They'll you know, try, it does. yeah. And and I want to make this clear to people that don't know that an actual real freaking machine gun is not illegal. A Tommy gun. You know, with the, the the big hundred round drum on it is not illegal. You can actually own it if you can afford it, 
if you got like, I think it's $25,000 for the tax stamp to own the damn thing, and then you can legally have it and carry it. And the way that came around was uh, the St. Valentine's Day massacre back in the uh, 30s, I believe it was. And uh, uh, when uh, Al Capone wiped out his opponents with them machine guns, and I believe it was Chicago, and then that, that's whenever the government stepped in and said, okay. And then they put all these regulations on them, but they didn't make them illegal. This made them so fucking expensive that, you know, a regular person wouldn't even think about buying one. So yeah. to make a, a semi-automatic weapon illegal, but yet machine guns are still legal. They just cost so much. I guess they can go on that route too, if they want to, they can put a tax stamp on it. Well, you know, say all sem all semi-automatic weapons, uh, $25,000, you know, we're not infringing on your yeah, rights. You just got to right. pay for it. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. They, they're going to try. I'm, I'm not trying to say that they're not going to try. I'm just saying like, it, it, you know, uh, taking our guns, taking the argument to the extreme isn't going to happen. Secondarily, they already are. They've already stopped us. They, they, you can't even go target shooting. I, I can't find primers fucking anywhere. It took it took me six months to get uh, to get casing or uh, to get bullets in. I mean, it's ridiculous. You you can't even build your own bullets right now, much less you. Can, they're, they're barely even selling any. So they're already going after it through the ammo version of it, and they're going to continue to target ammo companies and the supply lines there. So that's really where I, you know, while, while the legislation is going to be, is going to piss me off. Uh, the reality of what they're doing now is, is a, is a major problem. Well, I wanted to bring that up, man. I, I saw that, that asshole saying that shit and I, I saw it, you know, come out of his own mouth with his own words. So, you know, it wasn't an article I read. I actually saw the video and I was like, Oh shit, you know, this early in the game and he's already talking about executive order and banning weapons. So, I wanted to bring that up. If y'all haven't heard about that or anybody hadn't heard about it, you better pay attention to it because we're in a fight for our fucking lives. Yeah, you're right. We have to we have to be keep awareness on it, and I'll do a better job too. Uh, maybe if you guys could help me in the Discord of of keeping an eye on uh, NRA votes and NRA uh, activism, I would love to definitely keep awareness at the height. I I just think uh, um, they're already doing what they can, man. I I can't find ammo. It's, it drives me freaking nuts. I want to take my wife target shooting with a weapon that she hasn't even shot yet. Uh, and she's a better shot than me, so I know she'll have a blast, but I don't want to spend a dollar around going target shooting. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I haven't been shooting in over a year and a half, you know, because of the yeah. shortage of ammo. I, I'm just hanging on to what I got, you know? Yeah. But, uh, it sucks, you know, man. You know, you know who i like to see on your show? Ken Paxton. Man, I want to get him on, dude. I wrote him down. I'll write him down again. Yeah, Ken Paxton, uh, he's been very vocal about this shit with the, uh, uh, I, I was listening to him today do a live thing about uh, uh, what's happening in Dallas and bringing, bringing all these so-called refugees or illegals or whatever you want to call them, bringing them in. And, dude, he is burning up the airways right now with this shit. Nice. And uh, I, definitely th I definitely thought about your show because this guy is on, Mark. And for y'all that don't know, Ken Paxton and Greg Abbott really don't get along that well. There's a there's a lot of friction between them two, and uh, Ken Paxton he that dude's got that dude's got a set of balls on him like a like a fucking Brahma bull, dude. Love it. So anyway, man, that's that's the direction to, to take a look at if you want to see you know what's going on with uh what's going on politically with this shit down here. But I tell you what, I'm gonna jump off here. Thanks for not bushwhacking me and ambushing me today. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, gonna... but wait. There's more. No. You ever going to do a <laughs> show? Quick. Jeez, you keep talking about it. <laughs> real, real quick, let me ask you, Texan. You know, we we always talk about oh uh, oh oh a oh 
uh, Operation Underground Railroad, O-U-R. Do you know a George Bulutin Bul- from O-A-R, O-U-R? No, that does no, not ring, ring a bell. bell. Okay, just because I had a guy on my, uh, uh, never mind, no big deal. I was just curious if you knew him. I, it sounds like he might be a representative uh, uh, for the company itself. I just was curious if you've heard of him. But, hey, I appreciate the call, man. Uh, keep safe out there and look forward to hearing more from you soon, brother. Sure, man. You guys uh, you guys take care. I'll get on down the road, and uh, I'll talk to you all later, man. Much love, love brother. brother. Be safe. See you down the road. The Texan in the house hanging out with us. Open phone lines. If you guys want to call in, feel free to hop in there anytime. Uh, in the meantime, since, uh, since we brought it up, <laughs> and I haven't looked in about a month or so, uh, let's – let me say we go over to uh, MOSeek.com and see what the prices are and see if there is any primers available. Let me get this up for you, Joe, so you can see it too. All right, here we go. This is the best This is the best site out there. If you guys aren't aware of this site, MOSeek.com, uh, I just go over to Reloading, go down to Primers, and search for Primers, and basically I want 9 mil. Or actually, no, I want Small Pistol, duh. Uh, let's see here. I reset. But I don't know if you guys have seen this. This is an awesome site, and it has Midway USA on here too. Um, appreciate that, uh, OL man. Um, uh, small pistol. Skeeter Burke. I get these comments kind of late, but he's like, uh, Abbott's, Abbott's a fucking douche. That's why. <laughs> You're so right, Skeeter Burke. Nothing. No small pistol primers right now. Uh, how about just any? Can I get What kind of primers do you have? Uh, let's see here. We have shot. There's always been tons of shot shell. Large pistol were gone for a long time, but they got some large pistol in here now. Uh, that's like for magnums and and uh, <laughs> you know bigger sidearms. Uh, fifty cal's. They got fifty cal primers in case you need them. That's all they got. Large rifle, large pistol, and uh, fifty cal's and shotguns. Ugh, sucks, man. Bullets, brass, powder. I'm good. I'm good on bullets, brass, bullets, brass, and powder. But if you can't have put a primer in it that that shoots the damn thing, it doesn't do any good. You know what I'm saying? It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Yep. So it's, they're doing it on purpose. You know they are. Let's see what we get for nine mil ammo. Let's see if we can get them for under. I, last I checked, it was about sixty eight cents around. Um, and for a while there, it was uh, nine. It was a uh, dollar around. Um. Unless just, nothing came up again for nine mil, I'm just gonna search all and see what we have. Uh, let's see, a bunch of seven six two. If you got an uh, AK forty seven, you can get those. <laughs> one one foot and five D is like oh ammo shopping live. Oh <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't, could seen you imagine this. posting this on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, no, oh, you God, f- they would fuck you too. Uh, there's a bunch of brass from nine mil Luger, but that's uh, or this is a full. This forty eight cents around here. What's this from Ammo Shop Online? Anybody want me to place an order for them before it goes? Oh, P Quest, he does actually make his own. Yeah, bullets. yeah, I do. I just need primers, and then I'm fine. I can I can make you guys a thousand rounds right now if you want. Um, new brass, nine mil, uh, ninety four grain. So this is basically basic target shot. This you can't even, you probably wouldn't be able to hurt somebody with this. But um, you know, there it is, twenty three dollars, twenty four dollars for for one uh, fifty round bag. That's forty eight cents a round. That's not bad. Fifty cents a round is is pretty damn good. But that's for target ammo. That's it. Um, 
Five hundred rounds of seven six two. I got that. <laughs> One fifteen grain full metal jacket. So of course, then they have all the full metal jackets that'll ruin ruin most uh, sidearms. You can't have steel casing. So they, they'll Someone sell out that there. To said to check forty five ACP. Forty five ACP. That has been that's been out uh, forever. Um, I haven't seen any forty five in over a year. Uh, let me see. We have. We do have some. We have, let's see, 45, 230 grain, which is pretty good. It's decent. It's not great. Uh, basically target ammo, too, but it's not It's not horrific. Um, 40 bucks, 80 cents a round is cheapest uh, uh, for 45. I mean, that's 80 cents a round is ridiculous. You could, you could get uh, 45 auto uh, ACP for 20 cents a round uh, bef- in the middle of Trump's presidency two years ago. Napkin Nader says Russian surplus should always be available. <laughs> no shortage of seven six two. So then I thought about getting uh, three eighty because uh, you can get good stopping power in three eighty instead of getting nine mil. But nine mil is the most the most common weapon. But also now the meet the the military switched to nine mil. So the military gets precedent on all nine mil, which is why we don't get any because the media, the the military is stockpiling nine mil because they just changed all their sidearms to nine mil. So this is part of the problem too. There's more to this story than meets the eye, but nonetheless, I mean, still, if you want to get a, a hundred grain three eighty, um, it's ninety five cents around is the cheapest. There's a there's one for eighty cents around. You could you used to be able to get three eighty for like eleven cents around. Wow. All right, then. There you go. <laughs> Judy's pissed. It uh, says all they got in California is machetes. <laughs> and they'll take those soon, too. Just just ask uh, Britain. <laughs> right. All right. W. Me, Kirby uh, 12 out there says he has a stash. Uh, I suggest we all contact W. Kirby 12. Kirby, W. Kirby 12 and ask him if he wants to sell any of that stash. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, my fucking share button went away too. All right. All right, let me get to uh, we got another caller in here. Let me get another caller in and then I got I do have a couple articles if you guys want to listen to those. Uh we could do that. Data Crab is uh getting ready to hop in here and hang out with us for a little bit, which will be fun. Appreciate you guys awesome. all very much. Daddy Crab out there, much love. What's up, brother? There he hey, is. Hey, how y'all doing? What's good, Fantastic. sir? How are you today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Good to see you, man. I have video I hit video by accident, but oh well. Well, I like the headset. Hey, you got the headset on and everything today. Looking good. Yeah, I've, I've been using the uh, the old Bluetooth headset. It works pretty good in the house. Don't have to hold the, the phone up to the ear. Hey, I was just going to mention that um, black powder, black powder weapons, you know, since you can't really buy too much in a way of uh, – you know, regular firearms these days because every, everybody's sold out of they're not making them or they've been all, you know, purchased or whatever. But black powders are hard to get a hold of. Yeah, very much so. And it's um, not only that, but the, the weapons themselves are not easy to get a hold of anymore. They're they're Everyone realizes they're collector items now. Yeah, I was just doing a search, you know, uh, midway myself and was checking into it and seeing what was available out there. And I think with the short, like I said, with the shortage of regular firearms, um, you know, people are trying to figure out a way to, you know, 
defend themselves and they're and they're turning to black powder and black powder is cheap a black powder pistol you can get a good black powder pistol anywhere from 200 to 250 bucks and uh hmm. and there is not to be had hmm. i'll have to i'll have to look more into that i, I haven't actually looked for one in a while though you know i'd always looked for uh i want to know winchester uh kind of the old style <clears throat> that uh the original um confederate army used that kind of style <laughs> Hey, two things real quick. Uh, Kathy HT out there in D-Lab says, how much ammo is enough? <laughs> Laugh out loud. And Popcorn Party says, breaking the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit just ruled that there is no right to carry either openly or concealed in public. Just broke now. Thanks, Popcorn Party. Appreciate that. Hmm. Well, there you go. Ninth Circuit's going to go going to go down again. Uh, let's see if I can find this. Nice. Don S has two black powdered rifles. I probably typed nice certain uh, ninth circus <laughs> more accurate. Ninth circus, that is more accurate. Uh, let's see, ninth circuit concealed carry. Interesting how we're just talking about all this gun stuff, and uh, there you go. There it is. Let's see what we got here. Daddy Crab, it looks awful nice out there by you, brother. Nice day today? Yeah, pretty nice. I mean, what? Uh, I'm losing you. Yeah. Well, that's for about 65. Um, if you can see, if you can kind of see on my shoulder. Oh, yeah. I see your flag and a you trap flag. Nice. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Well, I haven't taken down my Trump flag, and I refuse to because... Well, I think a lot of people know why. There's a lot of Trump flags. There's a lot of Trump flags in this area, um, and people still got them flying. And I haven't seen any any Biden fly, uh, Biden flags. I do see a couple of Biden signs here and there, but and I just kind of shake my head and like, what the heck? They probably got them free. Go ahead, Abe. What you got there with the article? You gotta unmute I lost, yourself. I lost oh. it. Um, oh, you lost it. I see it on the screen. There it is. Um, uh, Americans have no right to carry guns in public. Ninth Circuit Court rules. Uh, Federal Appeals Court Wednesday ruled there is no right to carry a gun in public. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, in a seven-four ruling, rejected a challenge to Hawaii's requirement that residents must pass an application to have firearms outside of the home. Hawaii's law requires residents to show an urgency or need to carry a firearm. The applicant must have good character and be engaged in the protection of life and property. George Young, Young applied twice for a firearm, uh, a concealed carry license, or a firearm carry license, and he was denied. He uh, unsuccessfully sued Hawaii over the restrictions. There's no right to carry arms openly in public, nor is there any such right within the scope of the Second Amendment. The court ruled in an end bank decision that involved several of the panel's judges. We find no general right to carry arms into the public square for self-defense, the majority wrote, um, claiming the Second Amendment applies to the defense of hearth and home, uh, which is laughable. That, that, that ruling was destroyed last year by a ruling by the Supreme Court. Um, and a year before, and was strengthened even before that, uh, that um, the hearth and home is not a requirement to carry a firearm. That is just garbage law. 
the, the power of the government to regulate carrying firearms in the public square does not infringe in any way on the right of an individual to defend his home and business. It is a false narrative, and this is going to be overturned by the, the Supreme Court. Good. Good. We'll have another precedent that we can we can uh, count on uh, once that gets going through, and then Hawaii exactly. will finally have their gun, re- restrictive gun laws uh, fixed. It's going to take time. I mean, this isn't going to happen tomorrow, but um, it's unconstitutional. Oh, you still hey. there, Eddie? Oh, go ahead, yeah, brother. Yeah, I'm here. No, I was just going to say, uh, you guys are doing a really good job on getting guests in and in the content that you're covering. It's it's really super, man. I, I do appreciate it. Man, thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. I, I, I mean, it's not easy, dude. Is there's so much competition, and to try to keep it interesting, um, and and um, fun, um, and compelling, and not piss too many people off. I want to piss the right people off, but I don't want to piss, uh, you know, mom off that's sitting around and hears me say an f bomb, and her son uh, repeats it or something. That's what I don't want. But so I am kind of limiting my audience, which I do realize. Um, but I don't care. Uh, it's just somebody has to somebody has to just not hold back and say what you have to say. If you're wrong, or you need to be called to task. So be it. But um, I just I can't stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is, like, you know, Daddy Crab said, you know, and I saw some comments out there in chat about, holy cow, that's some F-bombs in the last, you know, 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the uncensored uh, network, to be honest with you. And, you know, some people, yeah, like you said, Abe, you know, maybe we're limiting our, our audience because, you know, we are uncensored. I honestly feel that this is the best way to do it. Daddy Crab, I really appreciate that uh, as far as the guests and stuff, because if you guys had any idea on how hard um, not only Abe uh, and myself work behind the scenes, but everybody that works with us behind the scenes to try to bring these guests in and stuff. And how excited I am about like I, I like stuff that's coming down down the road here soon that I just like I'm jumping out of my seat to talk about, but I can't. Um, we just want to continue to bring you the good guests with the good input, have these call ins and just have you guys involved as much as possible. That's the key to the whole thing. Yeah, and this is the real media now as far as I'm concerned, because I mean you just can't get I mean, you can't even get anything that resembles the truth. From mainstream and i and i quit watching mainstream years ago and uh th- this is it this is this is where people are coming they're hungry they want information and they want real information they want real sauce and uh you know channels like this are, are really you guys are doing good and i and i do appreciate it i appreciate your support without your support we can't do this thank you brother have a great evening yeah you too take care all right much love daddy crab take care brother Man, we got two more callers. I apologize, callers. Uh, We are right up against the clock, and as you guys know, we have a hard stop at at 6 tonight. Uh, um, Amy Jo is going to have a prayer reading, and uh, that will be in about – usually takes me about 20 minutes. I try to get it – I try to get it as fast as I can. I just want to make sure that the – the streams separate. I've had I've had problems where if I start it too fast, the stream gets combined, uh, and it's um it's a pain in the ass. So two one seven and seven two seven. I apologize very much that we can't get to you today. Uh, call back tomorrow, please. Call back tomorrow, and we will make sure we get you guys on air seven two seven and two one seven. I'll make a note of that. Joe, last thoughts for today. 
No, man, it was just, uh, you know, not not to kind of, well, yeah, to basically brag. It was an awesome show. Um, I absolutely love being on uh, with Joe, like I said, and and able to actually thank him personally for everything him and his family has done uh, was truly an honor. And gosh, if if he brings, if him and General Flynn come back and, and uh, also break an announcement uh, while they're here, what else could you possibly ask for? I want to thank everybody out there in Foxhole, everybody out there in DLive. I, I again, uh, could absolutely just sit here and read all your guys' comments in chat. Um, just absolutely love you guys. I cannot say it enough. Moon Baby, 0437. I fucking love the fact that you're uncensored, and I agree. That's why we're here is to be uncensored. Much love, everyone out there in chat. Uh, Clo- Clover Lily, thank you for that, those kind words, and the rest of you as well. It really does mean a lot to me. I love having you guys here with us. It's it's we do it because we want to hang with you guys, and and uh, we want to we want to help lift up your voices, and we have the ability to do it. So why not, man? Let's just keep rolling. We're just getting started here on the Brothers Uncensored Network. We got lots coming for you guys and plans in the future to try to to try to really. We're going all in. I'm. I, that, that's what that, when I took that break, I needed to decide. Either I'm going to do this or I'm not. And if I'm going to do it, we're going we're going all in and we're going to do what we can to bring you guys great content every chance we get. So keep keep an eye on us. I want to say much love and God bless you all to everybody out there and please do me a favor. Uh Pops is not doing good. Um those of you that have been following the story about my Pops uh, are well aware that uh, he's been in a struggle for a long time. For a while, we thought we might he might have beat cancer again. Now it looks like it's back, and he's got other problems that he's going to have to go into surgery for tomorrow. If you all would do me a favor and say a prayer tonight for my father, Dennis, and please lift him up in his prayers and ask God to bring him home softly. Much love, and God bless you all. Amen. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.